Hi, I'm Anusha, your friend and host for Daily Bible Podcast. Well, it has been a few days, maybe a couple since we last recorded. And I just wanted to tell you that I've been a bit occupied in figuring out life between work and home. Well, let me tell you a bit about myself. So, I'm Anusha and I'm an architect. So, I've been busy working. And this podcast is what I do when I'm free from work. So it's really fun. It gives me a place to refresh and create something, which is what I really like to do. I started making this podcast because I really felt the need to say something to people who need to listen. You know, I realized that people were lonely and didn't have some good news to hear because in these times all you hear all around you is bad news there's bad news in the newspaper and bad news on the tv and everywhere else you hear is just bad news well good news is rare and this good news of the bible is eternal and the word is true so i wanted to share this with someone anyone who would be willing to listen and to my surprise this particular podcast has been reaching a lot of countries and i've been really amazed it's a blessing and i want to thank you so much for listening and staying with me through this journey of reading the new testament in the next half of this year well i know it's a challenge but i'm sure we can keep up and keep going because it's really rewarding trust me Reading the word gives you more wisdom than any education ever can. Well, what I've really realized of recent is that people matter. Our business is life is what the Bible says. It's what we read in Luke chapter 9. Here's a small clipping. On the road, someone asked if he could go along. I'll go with you wherever, he said. Jesus was good. Are you ready to rough it? We're not staying in the best inns, you know. Jesus said to another, "Follow me." He said, "Certainly, but first, excuse me for a couple of days, please. I have to make arrangements for my father's funeral." Jesus refused. "First things first. Your business is life and not death, and life is urgent. Announce God's kingdom." Then another said, I am ready to follow you, master, but first excuse me while I get things straightened out at home. Jesus said, No procrastination, no backward looks. You can't put God's kingdom off until tomorrow. Seize the day. Seize the day is what I was told and that's what we did when we started this podcast. There was barely any time to procrastinate. Well, I could have started this podcast in the middle of July, but we started in June. Right as soon as we got the idea to make it. God was clear when he mentioned, first things first, your business is life. Announce God's kingdom. He was clear when he said to me, no procrastination and no backward looks. You can't put God's kingdom off until tomorrow. Just seize the day. And that's what I did when I decided to start off. Well, today this is our 39th episode and we've come a long way. It's been over a month since we've been running this podcast and I believe you are being blessed. 
Well, today we're going to be reading Luke chapter 11, the second half of it. In our previous episode, we read Luke chapter 10 and half of chapter 11. Let's go. No neutral ground. Jesus delivered a man from a demon that had kept him speechless. The demon gone, the man started talking a blue streak, taking the crowd by surprise. But some of the crowd were cynical. Black magic, they said. Some devil trick he's pulled from his sleep. Others were skeptical, waiting around for him to prove himself with a spectacular miracle. Jesus knew what they were thinking and said, "Any country in civil war for a very long time is wasted. A constantly squabbling family falls to pieces." If Satan cancels Satan, is there any Satan left? You accuse me of ganging up with the devil, the prince of demons, to cast out demons. But if you're slinging devil mud at me, calling me a devil who kicks out devils, doesn't the same mud stick to your own exorcists? But if it's God's finger I'm pointing that sends the demons on their way, then god's kingdom is here for sure when a strong man armed to the teeth stands guard in his front yard his property is safe and sound but what if a stronger man comes along with a superior weapon then he's beaten at his own game the arsenal that gave him such confidence howled off and his precious possessions plundered this is war and there is no neutral ground If you're not on my side, you're the enemy. If you're not helping, you're making things worse. When a corrupting spirit is expelled from someone, it drifts along through the desert looking for an oasis, some unsuspecting soul, it can be devil. When it doesn't find anyone, it says, "I'll go back to my old haunt." On return, it finds the person swept and dusted but vacant. It then runs out and rounds up seven other spirits dirtier than itself and they all move in, whooping it up. That person ends up far worse than he'd ever gotten cleaned up in the first place. While he was saying these things, some woman lifted her voice above the murmur of the crowd, "Bless the womb that carried you and the breast at which you were nursed." Jesus commented, Even more blessed are those who hear God's word and guard it with their lives. Keep your eyes open. As the crowd swelled, he took a fresh tack. The mood of this age is all wrong. Everybody is looking for proof. But you're looking for the wrong kind. All you're looking for is something to tantalize your curiosity, satisfy your lust for miracles. But the only proof you're going to get is the Jonah proof given to the Ninevites which looks like no proof at all. What Jonah was in Nineveh, the son of man is to this age. On judgment day, the Ninevites will stand up and give evidence that will condemn this generation. Because when Jonah preached to them, they changed their lives. A far greater preacher than Jonah is here and you squabble about proofs. On judgment day the queen of sheba will come forward and bring evidence that condemns this generation because she traveled from a far corner of the earth 
to listen to the wise Solomon. Wisdom far greater than Solomon's is right in front of you, and you quibble over evidence. No one lights a lamp, then hides it in a drawer. It's put up on a lampstand, so those entering the room have light to see where they're going. Your eye is a lamp, lighting up your whole body. If you live wide-eyed in wonder and belief, your body fills up with light. If you live squinty-eyed in greed and distrust, your body is musty cellar. Keep your eyes open, your lamp burning, so you don't get musty and murky. Keep your life as well-lit as your brightest room. Frauds When he finished the talk, a Pharisee asked him to dinner. He entered his house and sat right down at the table. The Pharisee was shocked and somewhat offended when he saw that Jesus didn't wash up before the meal. But the master said to him, I know you Pharisees buff the surface of your cups and plates so they sparkle in the sun. But I also know your insides are maggoty with greed and secret evil. Stupid Pharisees, don't the one who made the outside also made the inside? Turn both your pockets and your hearts inside out and give generously to the poor. Then your lives will be clean, not just your dishes and your hands. I've had it with you. You are hopeless, you Pharisees, frauds. You keep meticulously account books, tithing on every single nickel and dime you get, but manage to find loopholes for getting around basic matters of justice and God's love. Careful bookkeeping is commendable, but the basics are required. You're hopeless, you Pharisees, frauds. You love sitting at the head of the table at church dinners, love preening yourself in the radiance of public flattery. Frauds, you're just like unmarked graves. People walk over that nice grassy surface, never suspecting the rot and corruption that is six feet under. One of the religion scholars spoke up. Teacher, do you realize that in saying these things you are insulting us? He said, yes, and I can be even more explicit. You are hopeless, you religion scholars. You load people with rules and regulations, nearly breaking their backs, but never even lift a finger to help. You're hopeless. You build tombs for the prophets your ancestors killed. The tombs you build are monuments to your murdering ancestors, more than to the murdered prophets. That accounts for God's wisdom saying, I will send them prophets and apostles, but they'll kill them and run them off. What it means is that every drop of righteous blood ever spilled from the time earth began until now, from the blood of Abel to the blood of Zechariah, who was stuck down between altar and sanctuary, is on your heads. Yes, it's on the bill of this generation and this generation will pay. You're hopeless, you religion scholars. You took that key of knowledge, but instead of unlocking the doors, you locked them. You won't Go in yourself and won't let anyone else enter it either. As soon as Jesus left the table, the religion scholars and Pharisees went into a rage. They went over and over everything he said, plotting how they could trap him in something from his own mouth.
Thank you for joining me on yet another episode of Daily Bible Podcast. In Luke chapter 11, Jesus preaches a very important thing. He said, "Here's what I'm saying. Ask and you will get. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open. Don't bargain with God. Be direct. Ask for what you need." Well, we need to ask God for the things we need. because he is our father and our lord and our savior he cares about our daily requirements and every desire of our heart because he loves us in fact you know that he loves you because he gave jesus for you and jesus died for your sins and for your life so if you just believe in him and you ask him you're sure to receive what you want provided it's in god's plan for you Well, what I have experienced most often is that God's plans are usually way, way, way greater than my own plans. And when I ask Him for something, He supersedes my expectation. Because at the end of the day, I tell Him, God, let Your will be done. And trust me, when you let God do His thing, His will in your life, you're sure to be overwhelmed by the results. and there's nothing more satisfying than this and following God's plan for your own life it's the best thing you would ever do so stick with me as we read through the book of luke and we follow through the new testament stay tuned